Hello and welcome to another episode of Dallas versus Ryan. This week we're predicting the 12th annual NFL Honors annual award ceremony for the NFL. Now this happens a few days before the Super Bowl in the host city and they give out the major awards for the season. But first we're going to talk about some pop culture news that caught our eye in the last week. And since this is an NFL episode why don't we talk about tom brady can we talk about the exciting news he announced his retirement blah 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 i don't care about that can we talk about his underwear pick dallas i haven't seen it what is it current tom brady because oh it's current tom brady it's for his underwear company and he like tagged julian edelman and rob Gronkowski. Uh, and he posed in his pair of underwear uh, what do you think dallas okay (laughs) i just i just love i just it's so random it's like okay he just yeah he's just off-putting to me in general he's covering his bulge personality yeah so he announced his retirement for the second time this one's gonna stick i don't see any chance of him coming back it would make him look like an idiot at this point but good for him by far the greatest nfl player in my opinion of all time I'm guessing that the Super Bowl MVP will be eventually named after him or some kind of major award, I would assume. But that's all I have to say on Tom Brady. And he has that movie out now with uh, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. A bunch of famous people. Sally Field, yeah. <clears throat> Anything that's not TV related that you want to talk about? The only thing is I've been playing a lot of video games this past week, so I haven't watched much TV or movies. Uh, Xbox, surprise dropped a game. It would be a couple weeks ago as a recording, but it was hi-fi rush or what's let me make sure i got the hi yeah hi-fi rush on game pass so i beat that and then i've been playing forespoken which is eh, so far and then there's a new spongebob game i didn't buy all these games hi-fi rush was included with my membership then i have gamefly so i just get random games per month so i've been playing a lot of that but nothing tv movie really related for the last couple weeks i just had one tv show to talk about and seeing stuff about it for a few weeks I think season two came out a couple of months ago at this point. It's on HBO Max, but it's called Sort Of. It's a Canadian comedy, single cam shot and stuff, but it's only 20 minute episodes. So it's basically, it's like a made for TV type sitcom, uh, but it stars a gender queer uh, first generation Pakistani actor and they play the main character and they created it and wrote it and stuff. <clears throat> That's why it's getting a lot of buzz at least in the lgbtq community because you don't see a lot of shows starring trans even trans characters much less gender queer people um but it's just really good it's funny it's it has like a dry sense of humor to it but i enjoy it that's what i'm talking about i've never never even heard of it right and it got renewed for the third season december i think so It'll be a third season, but I've been sick for a few days, so I binged. There's only 16 episodes. Each season is eight episodes, so it's, you know, not much to watch. It's only eight 20-minute episodes a season. I really enjoyed it. Sticking on HBO Max, I don't know if we've we talked about it. If we did, we can cut it right out. Did we ever talk about Velma on this? No. Okay. So I, I only watched one episode, so I don't have the full season take. I don't know where they're at, so they're releasing it, like, I think week by week for the show. But a couple weeks ago, it was announced as like the worst IMDb reviewed show by user because like that's just all user for IMDb score of all time for an animated show. It boosted up a little bit. I looked, it's at a 1.4 out of 10 now. It was a 1.3. 
On Rotten Tomatoes user, it's a 6% average audience score, 42 critic. And my thought, I just, I want to say that this show was so painfully bad for me to watch. And it's not like people are going like it, that they're trying to make you sound like a racist for it. But there were, I guess there was a good representation of Velma as like an Asian or whatever South. I don't know. There was a, it was like right after the ones we watched. This, the reason I don't like it is it's Mindy Kaling just disregarding the whole legacy of Scooby-Doo. Like, I just don't understand. This feels like this was just a pet project of her that they're like, yep, not going to greenlight it. And then she attached it to Scooby-Doo and they greenlit it because it just spits right in the face of this franchise. And it makes no sense. Like, I think if it was its own thing and it was just like the Mindy Kaling cartoon show. Yeah, it wouldn't be amazing. It's not a game changer. doesn't do anything new. But this, it was so, so bad. Like... The characters are just not, they don't hold, like, where Fred is this little bitchy, weird guy. They're all assholes. There's no Shaggy. I forget his name right now. Like, the, vo- the voice actor's fine. Like, it's the guy from Detroiters. I forget his name. And then, like, Scooby-Doo is just some random girl. I just don't understand why this show exists. Did you watch any of it, Dallas? I just, the humor is also, like, gory and weird. Like, people's brains are getting cut out. No, because when it came out, I forgot about it. And I got a text from my friend Mark saying it's the worst show he's ever seen and then like half hour later you texted me and said yeah, how horrible so it was so i'm like yeah, watch one episode, i'll yeah. skip it <laughs> i wanted to like, maybe give it a little bit more try like but it, there's nothing good out of it i know the viewership was really high it's one of the top things hbo max has done well, yeah. but i think it's people want to watch it out of like holy crap this is getting such bad reviews yeah. and also an adult scooby-doo type thing and I was looking forward to it. Like, it's like, it's a new take. It is like a Velma of color. She's a lesbian, I believe. And it's like, this is a cool, exciting take. And it's like, oh my God, it's just Mindy Kaling, just like venting her frustrations on the world. And it has nothing to do with Scooby-Doo. Besides that, she solves mysteries. But I was like, Ugh. But I saw that the other Scooby-Doo series that is, I think, still going on right now is picking up on viewership and stuff. I forget what it's called. But it's just sad. I, this, I wish this was done better, but eh. I don't ever watch HBO Max. It's just not. Once I canceled, I used yours. Don't ban us. Don't ban us, HBO Max. I don't know what they're going to do. That's the other thing in the news, the stupid Netflix policy. Do you see that, the rumored? Oh, my. Yeah. Ian. Ian told me about it. So who else shares do you? Are you on a Netflix plan right now? Or is somebody bumming off you? No, I'm on Ian's. But it was in something like you can't watch at the same time or something. So you have to. So account at the same time, even. So I think that's staying the same. It's the issue. So if you have a four members plan or whatever, you could have four people watching at the same time. It's, I don't know if they changed it. I don't know if they've reneged on it, but that you would have to, wherever your home account is, that device would have to log into that IP address Uh, once a month. So if it was like your mom was bumming off of your Netflix, she would have to fly up to Michigan, have her device, log into your account, and then she could go back down to Florida. Mm. Weird. Otherwise, your account gets suspended and you can't you can no longer have Netflix in your house, I think. That's so yeah. weird. Don't they make enough money? Christ. Yeah, but they want to make more. I mean, everyone bums off everything. Like, you're bumming well, it's off set up of my Disney. Way. You're bumming off my Disney. My Was it Peacock I gave you? Yeah. And then <laughs> I have you're using HBO. my HBO Max. My yeah. mom uses my HBO Max. But I use Ian's Netflix and Hulu. For a while there, I didn't bum off anybody. Like, I would have at all of them, but then HBO just lost me with the merger with Warner and just like the gutted shit. And it just, the price went up and I'm like, I don't want to support this. Oh, it's so expensive. And you're like, you're paying for it. But the thing is like my four or five of my new favorite shows are on HBO max from last year and they're all got renewed. So it's like, well, I can't really get rid of it. And my mom uses it for West wing because it moved from Netflix to HBO max and that's all she watches. So 
I honestly don't watch Peacock for anything besides WWE pay-per-views whenever they're on. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I use it to watch like because I, it's so weird. Like my parents have it through Xfinity, but you have to be it's impossible to like sign in unless you're already signed into it. So like I watch it when I'm at their place, but I just use it for old pay-per-views like wrestling pay-per-views. That's it. My sister bummed it off me because she wanted to watch The Office and something else she wanted to watch that was on there. Yeah. And I have it on my computer now, thanks to you, but that's because the Royal Rumble that we did a couple weeks ago. It's the only reason. So I wanted to watch Royal Rumble. And then around that time, that movie Tar came out on there and I watched that because I didn't need to watch that like Oscar movie. There's two things for WWE I want to talk about. The first thing is, it's insane to me that they're already having a pay-per-view like in a week and a half. Elimination Chamber is like February 18th. Mm-hmm. which is so fast. That's such a fast turnaround. I mean, they do want The other thing though. is, yeah, the other thing is, and this is what I'm excited about, my brother and I, the plan is of right now, we're going to SummerSlam because it is at Ford Field. It is the first SummerSlam since 93 in Michigan, mm. I believe. So I'm excited because it's been a while since there's been a big thing in Michigan. I haven't had a chance since I've given a shit about it. Yeah. The plan is to go to SummerSlam. August 6th, I believe. So I've never been to a live wrestling event before in my entire life so yeah i'm into a raw once but let's finish on a celebrity death so cindy williams tv actress most known for playing shirley on laverne and shirley that's a show i watched as a kid obviously i've heard of this i've heard of this show when you i when i saw this lady's name i was like i have no idea the fuck this is yeah I mean, I know her as Shirley. So when I saw Cindy Williams, I was like, I think I know that name. And I Googled it. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Hmm. But Penny Marshall is more famous. She played Laverne. She was a film director. She directed League of Their Own and other films. And Gary Marshall's her brother. But Penny Marshall died a few years ago at this point. So now they both passed away. And it was a uh, spinoff of Happy Days. But I, I loved Laverne and Shirley. It's one of my favorite shows. Growing up, <clears throat> based in Milwaukee, like a Midwest show. But that's all I have. It sounds like I'm not sure. Sticking on the the wrestling theme, I Jerry Lawler was rushed to the hospital today as recording for potential stroke. I know he's had like heart issues and stuff in the past. Well, didn't he have a heart attack on the air that one time? Yeah, ten years ago. So mm. it, it's probably not going to be great. I'm assuming he won't be making a turn anytime soon. He did call a match during the 30th anniversary of Raw last month, so it was nice hearing him on that. But if he had a stroke, I'm assuming that might be the end of his announcing career, which is sad and unfortunate. He'll go down as one of the best commentators probably of all time. I would say top five, three. I don't know where you'd put him. It's my favorite. I mean, I'm biased because that's the era I grew up watching, but he's my favorite color guy by far i mean bobby heenan was great too but he was just he was so good at playing the the villain yeah, i know you watched more of like the historic stuff growing up as a kid but like mm. when i watched it live with him and jr that was just i loved raw's team so much yeah. more than who, who was it taz and michael cole, michael cole. taz i think was the the people that i grew up with and they were just they were fine like they're fine. And I think Michael Cole is, has gotten a lot better and I enjoy him versus like watching Ron now. And it's like the Brit and then the Corey, whatever his name is. Yeah. Corey Graves. Stand and it's just like, it's just, it's, it's so meh. So like at least Michael Cole brings like, he's a professional about it. He's done it so long. But yeah. But the King was just so like, I, I loved him. So it's sad that I missed out. Cause like he returned back to being a commentator or whatever. So it was 10 years ago and then did it for a little bit. So I would have enjoyed that. But then like when I started watching this and it's just, 
when Pat McAfee was doing it, I enjoyed it, but now it's just a rotating chair and just sucks. They just don't capture the magic. And it that's such a big part of the experience, which that's why I'm a little bit scared of the live thing is that you're just kind of watching the wrestlers and you don't have that commentating. I love it. I love just like the one-liners, the innuendos. And I do love that his like the Royal Rumble stuff for him all the time. I don't know how many times he did it, but it was like, like his little bitchy persona that he would... Like go run into the ring after he's announcing, and then be like, "Yep, I'm the I'm this entrant," and then go in and get thrown out, and then they would just. It was '97 that one happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was great. No, I love people like that who aren't afraid to be the butt of the. Yeah, they realize it's entertainment. They don't take it seriously. Anything else for news, Dallas? <clears throat> no, I mean you know. The next segment is going to have some stuff that could be in this segment, but um, it's the Grammys. I was, saying, I was I was saving all the Grammys stuff. Yeah, we can I only, talk about I only, it next. I only have a few things, but I was, just, I was going to save it until. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to take a short break and be back with a recap of the Grammys. Welcome back. So. Last week, we predicted the 65th annual Grammy Awards, and for the second straight year, I won. I got six out of the 13 categories correct for nine points. Ryan got four out of 13 for five points. We both sucked. We both really sucked at this. Yeah, I could have done a lot better, because I realized some fuck-ups I did, but it didn't matter. I still won. Yeah, the, all the pop categories and the major categories were weird, because they really tried to like spread who they gave it to. As opposed to one person winning everything, which I appreciate actually, but I do have some issues with some of the major awards. But so a few things I want to talk about. So I was watching the pre-ceremony. They give out like ninety percent of the awards before the main show, and it's like a streamed YouTube thing. And so usually the big name people don't show up to that. But for the category of spoken word album, it went to Viola Davis. And the news about that is, she, if she won. She would have completed the EGOT, which is the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Most people who, I think there's like 16 people that have it, something like that, maybe more. I don't know. But it's a lot of music composers, and music people. So for an actor to get it is rare. Uh, so that was cool because she actually, she showed up and accepted the award and did a speech, which was cool. And then getting to the main show, I don't, I just, I'm not a fan of Trevor Noah and his comedy. And it felt like he had just done a line of Coke before he went out to do his monologue because he was just like, blah, 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 which I understand being nervous, but it was just kind of uncomfortable. And he did a thing where he wasn't on stage. He was like walking amongst the people because they have it set up now post COVID where people are at tables, like in the main floor. And then behind is like the general audience. So he was walking around and doing jokes about the different people. But one that I liked was he went to Adele and this whole thing was like, he's doing research because he's like a host of a party. So he has to research his guest. And he said uh, how Adele has met The Rock and it's the one person she wants to meet that she hasn't met yet. And then he goes, or, uh, no, he goes, Dwayne Johnson. He goes, you haven't met Dwayne Johnson yet. You want to meet Dwayne Johnson? And he goes, don't worry, I don't have Dwayne Johnson here, but I do have someone called The Rock. And then The Rock literally comes right behind Adele somehow. They kept that from her. And that was very cool. Because Adele's fun, you know, and she was actually surprised. And then Adele and Lizzo were at the same table. It was like Lizzo and her boyfriend and Adele and her boyfriend. Wasn't Harry Styles there too? In the table next to them. Okay. He was like right next to them. I just saw I just saw the reaction, I think, when Harry Styles won some award and Lizzo was like recording and all excited. And then Adele had the most and Adele had the most smug, I pissed off face. Adele was pissed, but you know why Adele was pissed? Because Beyonce didn't win, which we can get into that. That's why she was pissed. And a lot of people are pissed, myself included. 
But no, she wanted Beyonce to win. She was very clear on that. She wasn't mad because she didn't win. Um, Beyonce won like four fucking awards. She won like four awards. But okay, so that's the other story. Beyonce, she was late. So the first award she was given in the main show, she wasn't there for it. Just kind of awkward. But the second one she was, and that's the one where she got, it was her 32nd Grammy, which is a record for most by any person. Broke the record. And that's great. And that's wonderful. But out of her 32, only one of those Grammys is in a major category which feels ridiculous. And she's never won album of the year, despite probably deserving to win it like three times at this point. And to lose it to a little white straight twink. I mean, I just <sighs> dressed up like a fucking idiot. I I can't with Harry Styles. I just can't. I'm sorry. Can we sp- speak on this award for a second? I think this is the one that the rumors were spinning that I saw where they cut to Diplo in the crowd or whatever. And then mouthing it, it's clear he says they bought that, like that they uh, bought that award. Isn't that every then, award at the Grammys? But then <laughs> he's came out and had to state like, no, I said I'm glad to be part of that. Oh. But like, I'm assuming it's that type of like who gives a shit award because it was like what dance electronica bullshit that nobody cares. Yeah. About. It's like if they wanted to pay for that, I'm assuming that they could just say, yep, here you go. Whatever committee runs it, here is. But also, it's Beyonce. She's going to win. So I don't have a problem with it. I will say they did a thing I didn't enjoy during the show where they would cut to 10 fans. However, they found these people who knows each representing one of the album of your nominees. And they would talk about the album and the artist and stuff. But then, and then they were in the audience and then Trevor had them, I don't think they knew it, had them come up on stage for album of the year. And the Harry Styles fan was like this 80 year old grandma. And was very, it was, I actually like that part because she's really cute and stuff. And what he did is it was so mean because he walked he like opened the envelope and then walked over to whoever it was so they could say it. But it looked like he was walking towards the Beyonce fan because the Beyonce fan and the Harry Styles fan were next to each other. So everyone's like, oh, and then, oh, which it was still cute to see this old woman reacting to it, saying Harry Styles. That was fun. And then they hugged and stuff. That was, that was cute. I still don't think he should have won that, but whatever. But I know it's like Beyonce, you have 32 awards. I get it. But also she should have won that album of the year. And it looks bad that she didn't again. Because I know that a black artist hasn't hadn't won that since last year. John Baptiste won it. It had been 14 years, so I don't, a black woman probably hasn't won it longer than that. It just looks bad. Other few things I want to talk about. So unholy, like I predicted, won best pop group duo performance, which was a great moment because Kim Petras became the first trans woman to win a Grammy award. Uh, Sam Smith, understanding that significance, just stood back and let Kim do the speech, which was nice. And that was just a cool moment to see. And oh, it does, that song deserved it too. So, of course, there was a lot of jokes about how song <laughs> songs are TikTok now, and we only know 15 seconds of every song. So, those are the songs that get popular, yeah. which I don't think is fully true. But yeah, Lizzo won Record of the Year. I didn't think it was going to win Record of the Year, but it definitely deserves it about damn time. So, I was pleased to see that. She got up and was like, I'm just having fun. Me and Adele are just having fun. <laughs> And they actually, they were, it was fun to see them throughout the show, talking and hugging and all that. That was fun. So with this win, I get two more points. So I am currently up four to one on the year. It's very early, obviously. Yeah, this one I didn't really care because like I was already annoyed going in on how many I had no fucking idea. <laughs> I felt it was like, I know you said you swapped it or whatever from last year and made some changes, but I felt it was like the Dallas typical. I'm going to make it a little tougher on some of these for Ryan. No, no, no. We're going to take a short break and be back with this week's prediction. Welcome back. So this week we're predicting the 12th annual NFL honors. It will take place 
tomorrow, February 9th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at the Symphony Hall in Phoenix, Arizona, live on NBC, Peacock, and the NFL Network, hosted by Kelly Clarkson. So every year, what awards they have change, but these are the eight awards that I've found. Um, And I divided it. So we each get four categories and I tried to like make it so we don't have similar categories. Every category is different amount of nominees, but it's basically the same. I think you have 14 or if you have 15 total nominees, I have 14. It's close enough. I think it would have been possible to make it even, to be honest. So what we're going to do is... Like last week, pick just one winner. And then at the end, we're going to give out, say how many points you want each category to be worth. And we're going to do one will be worth four points, one, three, one, two. And then the remaining one will be worth one point. So you have a total of um, 10 possible points. Um, Our tiebreaker is simple. We're going to pick who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. We'll do that at the end if we remember, (laughs) because we forgot to do the tiebreaker in the air last time. Just matter. do it right now, Dallas. And since you're going to go first in the tiebreaker, who are you picking in the game? The Chiefs. Okay. I knew you were going to pick them, and they're the, the, probably the heavy odds on favorite. So, woo. And the Eagles could win, right? And it's not a crazy I know. idea. I feel like the Eagles are a very heavy underdog in my head, though. I feel like the Eagles have a chance. Like anybody has a chance in a game, but I feel like this could end up being like where it's, if it was 45 to 10, people would go, okay. And I just don't see the roles being reversed. The, the Chiefs are just too high-powered of an offense. No, they won't get blown out. No. So I'll go first. I'm going to start from the bottom. Um, how about assistant coach of the year, Ryan? Who, see, how I the did, fuck is this being graded? See, I feel like this is easy. Is It is, but is it? Because what does that even like? Well, one of mean? these guys just got a head coaching job, Dallas. I'm not paying attention to that. <laughs> How the fuck am I paying attention to that? Did you not research any of this? I didn't research who got a head coaching job. No. And all the predictions, this is not a part of like any of the predictions. This is the only award that I couldn't find really any predictions on, except three writers saying who they should win. But two of them said one person and one said the other, which said a different person. Did Ben Johnson get a head coaching job? No. Because that's who people predicted and when I was reading. So Ryan's was the other one. So who got the head coaching job? D'Amico Ryan's got the head coaching job. Okay. He's now the head coach of the Houston Texans, and he was a linebacker for the Houston Texans back in the day. All right. Well, I'm just going to pick Ben Johnson because I want to be able to pick a Lions winner. Okay. I think that's a horrible pick, by the way. <laughs> I don't care. I would love it. Didn't they Lions lead that... the fucking league in like, fucking points at one point? I would and love who it. Who expected there's, that? There's two Lions nominated, and I would love it if they both got it. But Well, the other one's not. Not to spoil that. But... Okay. So then I will go with, I have Coach. I'm going to make this pretty simple. He's playing, it seems playing the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni. Okay. Yeah, but like, I also saw Brian Dable. People saying That's Brian fine. Dable he, should win. He turned... He turned it around, but then he got his ass crushed. In the, he got his ass crushed in the playoffs. The playoffs don't count. This is for the regular season, right? I don't. It doesn't matter. When do they vote? I don't. Probably after the, but <laughs> it's not for the. It does. It's, it it's doesn't based matter. on stats it, from the regular it season. It doesn't matter. It does. How matter. you did in the regular season? And the Eagles did better than the Giants. They won their division. Yeah, but they were kind of expected to do better than Giants. Giants overachieved. I don't think this is a slam dunk, but I think he's going to win it. Okay. Uh, I have offensive rookie. And I'm going with Garrett Wilson. Should we be saying, we probably should be saying these nominees since there's not that many of them. Sure. Um, so let's backtrack. So assistant coach was Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Lions, D'Amico Ryans, defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Let's be honest, it's because of Nick Bosa that that defense is so good. I don't think it's all because of him, but whatever. Shane Steichen, 
See, making fun of people for not researching, and I did not research these people's names. Is it Steichen? Steichen? I have Steichen? no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Offensive coordinator for the Eagles. And I went with Ben Johnson. Okay, do you need me to say that? Okay, yeah, so the coaches coach. with Brian Dayball, the Giants, Sean McDermott, Bills, Doug Peterson, the former Eagles coach that took them to the Super Bowl, on the Jags now, Kyle Shanahan on the 49ers, then Nick Sirianni, Eagles. Yeah, an offensive rookie was Brock Purdy, quarterback for the 49ers. Kenneth Walker the third, running back, Seahawks, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the Jets. And yes, I'm going with Garrett Wilson. This one's close. Also, I love that Kenneth, Kenneth Walker literally said before he got drafted, I believe, he doesn't like being called Kenneth. He likes to be called Ken. But all this shit says Kenneth. Everything says Kenneth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he specifically said, I want to be called Ken. Well, they didn't listen. I think it's close. I think that him and uh, Ken Walker are very close. I know Brock Purdy made that push at the end of the season, but I don't think he played enough of the year. If he would have played, played six games. Like, if you're going to play like 10, 12 games, sure. Because quarterback, just they're going to win awards for the most part. But I think this is close. Garrett Wilson probably wins it. But Ken Walker, I think, has a strong probability he could win it. And no one be, he broke, what, 11, 1200 yards rushing? I don't know where he finished in the year, but he had a really strong year for running back. And the team made the playoffs. He was a huge part of it. Yeah, I guess. But everywhere I saw, I said Garrett Wilson. Yeah. So I just went with Garrett Wilson. Okay. Didn't even look at stats. Defensive rookie. And I think this one. I would love to be surprised, but I think this is might be the slam dunk of the night, according to just like people talking about it. It's been for a while, but I'll go through it. So we have Sauce Gardner, uh, cornerback of the Jets, Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions is the end, and then Tariq Woolen, cornerback of the Seahawks. Sauce Gardner kind of had this wrapped up, in my opinion, like a month, two months ago. Nobody pa- passed against him. Like the Lions, I think we might have passed on him once or twice during the game. I don't know if we had any catches. He's that lockdown or corner. He doesn't need to have picks and stuff. People just don't throw at him. It's kind of like the Jarrell Rivas type thing. Yeah, yeah. He might not lead the league in picks, but nobody's throwing his way. Yeah. And to be in corner is such a hard position. Like defensive end, I, there is like all these positions. They have time, like a learning curve, but it's easier to just go, go get the quarterback and you're going to get sacks versus like, we're going to put you on an Island. You have to cover the best wide receiver on the team. Don't get burnt. Like corner is one of those positions where if you fuck up even the slightest, it's a crucial touchdown play that you fucked up. And it's obvious versus like, nobody's watching every single little snap with that fine detail for Aiden Hutchinson. Like he, he got blown over on some plays. He made some good plays here and there, but sauce Gardner, it seemed like consistently was just a lockdown corner the whole season. So I have defensive player of the year. Nominees are Nick Bosa, defensive end for the 49ers, Chris Jones, defensive tackle for the Chiefs, and Micah Parsons, linebacker for the Cowboys. Everywhere I looked had Nick Bosa. So I'm going with Nick Bosa. Yeah. Not not a bad pick. I, the only thing, like Micah Parsons is just so good. I don't know like what his stats he finished at. Also, you're such... comparing people at different positions. So it's hard to. Yeah. But I think that's his only real competition is Micah Parsons. Now, this is where it gets tricky for me, but I, I do think for offensive... I think there's a favorite, either, though. We have Tyreek Hill, wide receiver Dolphins, Jalen Hurts, quarterback Eagles, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver Vikings, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback Chiefs. So not to spoil on your the NFL MVP. You know who I'm picking. <laughs> but, but NFL MVP, usually, while it's open to every position in the league, it's the quarterback award. It's the quarterback award, yeah. Where then, I think in the last five awards, Offensive Player of the Year has gone to quarterback once, maybe. Yeah, it goes to a non-quarterback. So it's, it's, it's the best. And out of this list, Justin Jefferson had 1,800 yards receiving. Yes. So I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I think that's correct. MVP, Josh Allen, quarterback Bills, Joe Burrow, quarterback Bengals, Jalen Hurts, quarterback Eagles. Why don't we just do quarterback of the year, not MVP? Just get rid of MVP. Just do quarterback of the year and then like non 
quarterback offense player of the year. Like, I don't know. It's stupid. Uh, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, Vikings, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback Chiefs, and I'm picking Patrick Mahomes to win his second. Ooh, that's an MVP upset for me. The award, what? Jalen Hurts. Hurts. But yeah. look at the stats, Ryan. They're not comparable. Mahomes has better stats by a lot. Mahomes has no rushing stats, though. I don't know what Jalen Hurts does this year for rushing. He has like 300-some rushing yards and four touchdowns and no fumbles. Obviously, Jalen Hurts has more rushing touchdowns, but look at their passing yards and passing touchdowns. Mahomes is but way it, but, ahead of him. But, it, but it's tough when you're – because like a running quarterback, it's always tough. Because like Lamar Jackson's MVP season, he probably had, what, 3,000, maybe 3,000 yards, and then, but he ran for 1,000. So like total yards yeah, but he, off. Fucking what's-his-name didn't run for that much. Look at his stats. What is it, 700 maybe? Like 700 some yards. I have no he rushed. idea. I just don't think his rushing is enough to surpass Mahomes' passing, in my opinion. What did he have just so we can – do we have a definitive? Yeah, I'm looking at it. He also missed the end of the season, if that means no, anything. it doesn't to... really affect averages, though. He had 760 rushing yards, 13 rushing touchdowns. I mean, 13 rushing touchdowns is quite a bit. That would yeah, be like but, top five in the league. Yeah, but he had 22 passing touchdowns to Mahomes' 41. That's like half, right? Yeah, but, that, yeah. but, then, but then you add that as 35. Yeah, but you take – yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> but if you add a total touchdowns, he would be at 35, and I'm assuming Mahomes had less Which is less – I understand it's less than. I but Mahomes had like 45 total touchdowns. But my, my thing is that rushing takes away so much from passing. Like I was saying, say like Lamar Jackson had 3,000 yards. Yeah, but Rodgers doesn't rush at all, and he's won this award seven times. So I don't think it matters if he had that yeah, but, many rushing touchdowns. I know. I just don't. I also think the, Eagle, the Eagles offense was also just so hot this year, and just they annihilated teams. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Not like I'm thinking it's a slam dunk for that one either. I just think that Jalen Hurts has a legitimate shot. Like, if he wins it. No, they're the co favorites, I think. Yeah. I think it's 50 50, Thomason. Yeah. But I'm going with Mahomes. That's Comeback player. So we have Saquon Barkley, running back of the Giants, Christian McCaffrey, running back of the 49ers. He was also played part of the season on the Carolina Panthers as well. And then we have Geno Smith, quarterback Seahawks. So if you look at this award based on what it, the actual... How do they define comeback? Comeback. Because like the thing is, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, both injured the previous season. But Geno wasn't. But Geno wasn't. Geno was a backup. Geno's always sucked. Because he was a backup and now he's a starter. So and the thing is, like, even if you said comeback, like if somebody was really good, like I don't even know a guy that time I had like... He went away for you go from like, being a starter like, to being a backup like, to being if a starter, like if you like yeah. Michael Vick, even though he has like the prison shit. But if it's like you're a good player and then now you're backup for whatever reason, and then now you're back to being a star, Gina Smith was never a star, he, but was, he was a starter, a bust. Wasn't yes, he, he was a shitty. Yes, he was a shitty starter on the Jets. But but what did he come back from? He was never good. <laughs> he came back like, from being a backup. <laughs> <laughs> so like, my thing is like Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey are what the actual definition of this award is. But Geno Smith's story is so good, and I the think it's story. Just, yeah, it puts such a good positive spin on the NFL of like, hey, this guy just he was a nothing player, and he kept on just busting his ass, and he eventually proved that he wasn't a draft. Bust. He made the Pro Bowl. He's gonna get this big contract. So I'm going with Geno Smith as the comeback player of the year, which is just so stupid saying comeback player of the year when he always sucked. But whatever. And a lot of people have Saquon winning it because Saquon had an insane year. But I'm gonna go with Geno. Yeah. Okay. Let's put these points on these Dallas. Oh yeah. Oh, this is another situation where I forgot that we're doing that, so I'm gonna have to do it now. And well, your I, thoughts are gonna right change now. what I'm doing too. So here we go. 
So I'm going to go. I'll just I'll do my four, three, two, one. Uh, I have mine. OK, defensive rookie of the year. I'm going as my four point with Sauce Gardner is my most definitive. Then I have offensive player of the year with Justin Jefferson, three points. Uh, uh-huh. Then I have coach of the year with Nick Sirianni, uh, two points. And then comeback player of the year, Gina Smith, one point. Okay. Now, how uh, balls are you going to be? Because you have <laughs> you you picked the Lions coach who probably well, that's my one. Coach. That's my one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one. Because everywhere I looked, basically says Bosa's a lock. Wilson's basically a lock. And Mahomes, honestly, feels from what I'm reading is kind of a lock. So I don't know what I'm going to do. No, I'm going to go four on offensive rookie. Three on defensive and I guess two on MVP. Because I I see your case for Jalen Hurts. One thing I do want to say, though, is the Jets have... The front runner for defensive rookie, the front runner for offensive rookie, and a running back who, if they didn't get hurt, would probably be an offensive rookie nominee as well. And they still suck. And they suck because because they don't trust their quarterback. There's a lot of weird issues with that. I mean, and well, they were around 500 this year, which for them is actually not bad. But I'm saying the future looks good. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. I think they have a good head coach. I think they have a good defense. Like their defense is really good. They limited us to no points. We still won. We did win, but I'm saying we could talk to them. <laughs> for how, for how shitty their offensive, like their offensive, nothing. <laughs> I know. It was a low scoring shit game just because their defense is so good. Yeah. They come together. It's tough. Like that division is just, even with the Patriots sucking, it's like the Bills are so good. And then the Dolphins took a leap. Like, who knows if the Dolphins can sustain it or not? They seem kind of like they could just fall down if Tua's brain never heals. But it's a tough division. I'm going to take a short break and be back with some sort of game. Yep. Welcome back. So since I had Ryan guess last week for a Grammys quiz, he has made some sort of quiz based on the NFL, I'm assuming. For me, yep, it is. Mine's a little bigger, but it's going to be the last 20 Super Bowl MVPs. I'm going to give you the year and the winning team, and you have to tell me who the MVP is. Oh, pff, I'm not going to win this. You have to get 15 out of 20. Oh, pff, no. The thing is that why there's so many Tom Brady's. Like, okay, there's, a lot of Tom Brady's. <laughs> there's not 15 of and them. You, and you get three lifelines. The three lifelines, the one is, I'll tell you how tall they are. <laughs> I will tell you what college matter. what college they went to mm-hmm. and then what position they play. That's a good one, yeah. So this is starting in 2003, Dallas. Are we just going chronologically? Yep. Mm. 2003, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Who won the Super Bowl MVP? Um, <laughs> I don't even remember know who their quarterback was. It was Big Bad Brad Johnson. Who? <laughs> Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Don't know who that is. So I'm going to guess Brad Johnson. Even though I know that's not right. That is incorrect. Yeah, I know. But I, I was, couldn't even make up a name. They had so many people on the defense. You didn't know, couldn't name any of the people on the defense. And it was, a, this one's obscure. This is like the most obscure player. It's Dexter Jackson. Yeah. The safety. No, uh, no, like, no lifeline would have helped me with that. You don't know any of their defenders? No, like Dexter Rondé, Johnson. Rondé, like Ronde Barber, Warren yeah, Sapp. Sure, well, yeah, Warren Sapp. Now that you say that. You don't know Ronde Barber? <laughs> I don't think so. See, Tiki, Tiki Barber's Tiki's twin brother? brother? Twin brother. Sure. I wouldn't have pulled that name out, though. Okay. Here we go, Dallas. We're 2004. We have... Why are we doing that? I'm not going to get 15. If I get 10, I'll be lucky. N- Dallas, you're going to get at least 12 or 13. Easily. I don't think so. You, Dallas, <laughs> I don't you remember people's names from this long. Dallas, ago. just shut up. You will. I'm just going to guess that. the quarterback every time. Yeah. We have 2004. We have the New England Patriots. 
Yeah, and they beat the Eagles. Or, I think it was the Eagles. So Eagles and then Panthers. Um, could be fun. Maybe it's Panthers, then Eagles. Doesn't matter, does it? Who's, um, who's the MVP? Tom Brady. You are correct. <laughs> I know he didn't win every MVP, though, that he was in. Okay, 2005, we have the New England Patriots. Do you want to use a lifeline here, Dallas? <laughs> Should I? <laughs> Why are you saying that? So it's, are you joking or is it not? I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you. I couldn't guess anyone else on the fucking 2004 five Patriots. other than Tom Brady anyway, unless it's a, is it their, that defensive guy who's on ESPN now? Um, Teddy Bruschi. It's not, yeah, it's, not it Teddy it's, not, it's not Teddy Bruschi. I won't count that as a guess. Tom Brady. It's not Tom Brady. You should have used a lifeline. It is. It wouldn't have helped me though. Dion Branch. I would not have got Dion Branch. No, Matt, I just wouldn't have. So that didn't help me. I mean, it, it, the lifeline would have told me it's not Tom Brady, but <laughs> yes, yeah, so told me who it was. Because I never, I don't even know. But you could, you could, you could, you could have guessed wide receiver. You could say, what's his position? You have position, height, college. You could have said position, and then you could have got wide receiver. Maybe you would have known Dion. I Branch, wouldn't maybe. have known Dion Branch. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Now we have the 2006 Super Bowl. We have oh. the winner is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is it? I'm just guessing quarterback every time. This one was at Ford Field. It was. Um, Jerome Bettis' last game. Ben Roethlisberger. Incorrect. <laughs> who else would it be? <laughs> it's Heinz Ward, who I know you have to know who Heinz Ward is. I know is. that is. I don't think I would have known that. Okay, here we go. We have the 2007 Super Bowl. We have the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Peyton Manning. You are correct. Oh, good. <laughs> Okay, we have the 2008 Super Bowl. We have the New Um, York Giants. But, okay. I'm just trying to know anyone that isn't. um, You do know one because he's very famous. It is Michael Strahan was also on the team. Yeah, but he he went with him. He did. I doubt it. It'd be an offensive player. You probably. Uh, Do you want to use any of your lifelines? No, because I don't think I would know anyone that isn't the quarterback. Um, You know what's funny right now is I'm blanking on his first name. All I can think of I, like Peyton Archie. What the fuck is his first name? It's bad, Dallas. I know it's like a very simple name, and I know his name. I don't know why I, I can't access it right now in my brain. Um, so I can't even guess him because I can't remember his name. I'll, I'll um, give you. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. There was a movie starring Denzel Washington that had his name in the title. <laughs> He's in a lot of movies, right? It was a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic movie. Oh my god, I can't even say that. I believe I'm guessing it's 2005, 2010. The Book of Oh God, I had to Google I'm it. Sorry. it to you. It's Eli. I had Manning. to Google it. Eli. <laughs> you knew. You knew it was Manning. You knew who it was. I. That is crazy that I. I'm giving it to you. It's. I know who Eli Manning is. Okay. My God, I can't believe it. Yes, it was Eli Manning. 2009 Steelers. It was yes. 2009 Steelers. Yeah. So this was. Was this a wide receiver? Um. 2009. So do you want do you want to use any of your lifelines? You have lifelines. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the. uh, Like as if height is going to help me ever. Give me. I don't want to waste it now, though. Height would it would because if you thought if you thought it was a quarterback, but but it's say if you thought it was a quarterback and the guy was six foot tall, it could eliminate. If it's it's not gonna be Tom Brady if it's six feet tall. Why? How tall is Tom Brady? I don't know how tall quarterback. It was more are. to make sure it wasn't a six five. They're taller usually. Okay. But, 
Yeah, usually. Um, fine. What's his height? <laughs> okay, so this is the 2009 Steelers. This player's height is. <coughs> oh, man. Come on, internet. Five foot eleven. Yeah. Is it Heinz Ward again? No. He made the catch in the end zone that they. I they, know. Did he I toe know tap? He did. It was Santonio. Yes, Holmes. he toe tap. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. Okay. Now we have 2010. Oh, this is easy. With the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. But of course I'm <laughs> just like with Eli. Fucking... His first name. <laughs> oh, Drew Brees. Four letters, Dallas. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> wow. The four letters. Okay. So now we have the 2011 Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Okay. 2012 New York Giants. I don't think this was Eli. Um, hmm. You want to use one of your lifelines? No. You have college and position. No, I want to save those. I don't think I know anyone on this team. Right off the top of my head, I'm sure I will when I hear it. Uh... 2012 Giants. The only current guy is Jason Pierre-Paul, I think, was still playing this year in the NFL. It's the only guy off the top of my head that I can think of. Okay. We had a... I mean, I, I know who Mario made the Manningham catch. on the team. I believe he was. I know who made the big catch, but he certainly was not the MVP. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't even have a guess. I'll just say Eli Manning. I don't think it was, but it was Eli Manning. It was. <laughs> okay. okay. It was. Yeah. I'm overthinking it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. 2013 Baltimore Ravens. Um, Joe Flacco is Joe Flacco. <laughs> Thank God, so many quarterbacks are only yeah. only thing saving me. 2014, 2014 Seattle Seahawks. Oh, Russell Wilson. No mm. linebacker Malcolm Smith. <laughs> when they got that. Okay, linebacker. we have the 2000. That was like a super low scoring game, wasn't it? So Dallas, you you have two lifelines left. We're at 2015 <laughs> New England Patriots. Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> 2000 and 2016 Denver Broncos. This is Peyton Manning's last game he ever played in. Well, then it probably wasn't Peyton Manning, but I'm gonna guess Peyton Manning. Let's not. We're gonna not pick Peyton Manning here because he was dreadful that game and dreadful that season. Like he I paid played, attention. He won way the Super more. Bowl. We're, we're we're gonna allow you to use <sighs> one of your lifelines right here that's not gonna help me i don't know anyone on that team towards the end no i don't want to use a lifeline i don't know anyone on that yes team. you do this guy is still active <sighs> von miller yeah yes you do it's von miller dallas <laughs> i don't know where that came from <laughs> oh. <It has> because <laughs> because he was the leader of the defense i guess but i don't mean defense he's a first ballot hall of famer that's still playing <laughs> okay to that 2017 New England Patriots. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mm. 2018 Philadelphia Eagles. It couldn't have been Nick Foles. Could it have been Nick Foles? Do you want to use one of your lifelines? You're very <laughs> limited on the number of options you have left or number of tools you have left. You have college and you have position. Um, position. Quarterback. <laughs> Who was their court? Was it Nick Foles? Was that their quarterback? Uh, was it? Or was it Carson Wentz? I could have swore Nick Foles took over for Carson Wentz. Just answer the fucking question. We have two minutes left of this recording, so hurry up. Didn't I? I said Foles. Is it Wentz? <laughs> okay, Foles, yes. It's correct. I said Foles it's a long Foles. time ago. 2019 New England Patriots. Yeah, but you fucking... All these answers like are kind of answers, but not really answers. Well, you could have just said yes, New so I didn't Patriots. have to waste a lifeline. Oh, I want my lifeline back. Okay. <clears throat> 
Tom Brady. <laughs> it's Julian Edelman. No, whatever. Okay, I lose. We don't have to keep going. 2020, 2020, 2020 Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. 2021 Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady. Yes. And last year's Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. Um, do you want college just to use it? Yes, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's use college. So his college is. I know a few of them. Eastern Washington. That's not where fucking Aaron Donald went. I don't know who it is. Is it Aaron Donald? <laughs> no. Aaron Donald went to Pitt, right? I don't know. It is Cooper Cup. Oh, I thought he went to Stanford for some reason. Because I was going to guess Cooper Cup. Dallas does not get a point this week. Didn't matter anyway. Next week, we'll have a game where we both play. But Dallas, you did good. How many did you get, though? You get more than 10. 13. See, you did, you did. You were right in line. You could have got it. Yeah. It was possible. You butchered a couple of them. So next week, we'll be predicting 2023 Daytona 500. Until then. Ooh, NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, we didn't NASCAR last year, but Daytona 500 is like their big race i think it was one of the ones i put zero effort in i think i just looked at lines and it was like yeah this is, this is what i'm going with yeah and then i had you, you cut out some horrible stuff that i was i was horrible i think we had to make some horrible edits i don't remember but i'm sure oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember that yeah i won't be so dark and grim <laughs> your proposed bonus points or whatever it was. yeah yeah so that'll be next week until then goodbye i guess Dallas vs. Ryan is a part of the Unlikely Alliance Network. Links to all of our content can be found by going to theunlikelyalliance.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DallasRyanPod. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars only, please, and thank you for listening.